All right, all right. Feeney Talks with Friends, episode 58. I can't believe it. The Carl Peppers episode. You know Carl Peppers? Carl Peppers. I know him. Carl Banks. Carl Banks. Oh, did I just mess that up already? Delete. Start. <laughs> episode 50. I'm a Giants fan, too. Sad. Carl Banks. Yeah, no and what was Peppers first name? Uh, Peppers. I forgot what number he was. Uh, oh, Junior. With Jun- some, I forgot it already. Look that up, Kyle. Holler at me. <laughs> Owen. Episode 58. Feeney Talks with Friends. My name is Eric Feeney, founder and president of Friends of Feeney. Our mission is to help children and families that have heartbreak or tragedy. I use this podcast called Feeney Talks with Friends, and I talk to wonderful people in the community. They are doing great things. Today's guest is an amazing friend. He's a friend friend. We go way back. When? Sixth grade? Seventh grade? Middle school for sure, yeah. Middle school. He was my groomsman. He, we went to the Army National Guard together. He threw me a two-point conversion. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. <laughs> uh, just to review episode 57, we had Andrew Arbo on from Driving with Autism. Fantastic interview. Check him out. Andrew's doing great things in the community. Episode 57. But again, man, I'm really excited. I'm nervous and excited. This is going to be a really good podcast. 58. We're in 11 Sycamore Way in Bramford, Connecticut. Yes, sir. We're at the Direct Line Media headquarters. Dave. Dave and Owen and Kyle <laughs> in the other room, uh, you're in for a treat. You're in for a show. We're going to have a concert after this. Dylan and his band. You want to talk about your band, D? Sure. Uh, Higgins and the General. Uh, we, we play rock and roll, you know, all, all, all types of influences, original tunes. We're going to play uh, four originals and one cover today. Very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into those songs in a minute. Um, just... What, what do you do for your work? Let's start there, and then we'll get into the fun stuff. You have a really interesting job, and yeah. I'm sure people would love to hear about it. So for work, I'm a, I am sculpt and I paint custom prosthetics. We make uh, custom silicone prosthetics, fingers, hands, toes, hand, you know, feet, legs, arms. We do it all. Uh, we sculpt them from, out of wax. So we'll go meet the patient, and we'll do a consultation with them. And we'll take an impression of their sound side, which is uninjured or unaffected side. Gotcha. And then we'll take an impression of their injured side or, you know, the residual limb, if you will. And then once we get that information, we bring it back to Bridgeport, Connecticut. So we'll go see them where they are. We travel to them. And then our labs in Bridgeport, we sculpt the, you know, the limbs out of wax. Once we get the wax done to the proper size and texture, all the information is going to match their skin and everything. Once we get all that, we make a mold. And then once we have the mold, we pour liquid silicone into a thin, clear glove. And then we'll schedule another appointment with the the client. And then we'll sit with them and match their skin color, their skin tones with this, you know, into this clear glove. And, uh, we get a good match, put it all together with more silicone, and then, you know, the end result is it, it blends right in with their like skin. Like how precise, how, like, You know, identical. it's never going to be perfect because um, your skin, you know, the blood flows through the skin, so the color is going to shift. You know, for instance, uh, I'm going to do a quick trick right here. I'm going to get one hand flush and one, you know, one's up, one's down. Oh, you got the blood flow So then one. one's a little yeah, more red, red one's wow. a little. All right. So, you know. You'll never get it exactly, but what we try to do is get this middle ground where it just blends in while they're living their life, while they're talking, while they're just, you know, living. And, cool. and a lot of times they'll get more use out of their, their hand or their foot 
when they have our device. So it's it's a good thing. And it won't stand out. A lot of people yeah. like are really conscious of it and maybe hide Absolutely. it and keep it concealed. But where there can be feel, feel free and open. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And um, don't you do custom tats on these things too? Or? I don't personally, oh, but, but we do at our company. We've, we've yeah. got a guy that, that's really that's good so at cool. that. Yeah. And that has to go on first and then the paint goes behind it. So yeah, because everything is, is in reverse order. It's pretty interesting. Gotcha. And how long you been doing this? Uh, 13 years. Jeez. Yeah. No, you've always been, you know, slightly, you're a talented dude. You are musically talented, artistically talented, and somewhat of an athlete. You know, you're like, you got it going on. <laughs> uh, so, come on in. Who's this guy? <laughs> That's Rick Landino. Hey. Rick oh, in the house. <laughs> Rick. Got an issue. I got a little issue outside. Okay. Okay. One of the neighbors. Oh, oops. Podcast. So, Rick's got an issue. Okay. Oh, Rick. So, Rick. Our motto, be a good friend. Yep. Pick up the trash, hold the door, give a compliment, be charitable. What makes Rick a good friend? What makes Rick a good friend? Uh, We've known each other now over 20 years. Sorry, I got to interrupt. Yep. Where are your keys? I got to move the truck. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you park? All right, guys. What happened? I parked in front of something? Yeah, I should have let you know it was a Sunday or Saturday, so I didn't think about it. Forgive the guy back there. Yeah, I figured it. Yeah, I figured like no one was here. Yeah, don't worry about it. You keeping it rolling? You gonna cut that? Yeah, they don't cut that. Keep it. Keep. Feeny can't park. There's no. There's no. Let's be. Um, let's be real though. That didn't say no parking. No. Can Rick drive? Yeah. He'll Trusting be fine. him with the black beauty, all black Dodge Ram. Yeah, no doubt. You saw the new baby? You'd be all right. Yeah, I did. It's dope. <laughs> um. So yeah, we go way back. Where do you want to go on first? When we were. North End Middle School, Willby High School. Whatever. Two, let's, I mean, the over-under on Feeney brings up the two-point conversion. No doubt, no doubt. you think that no was doubt. on? Minute five, minute yeah, ten? Yeah, no doubt. For all those fantasy no football guys that are hopefully listening? I knew that would come, yeah, no doubt. Do you remember how I remember it, my two-point conversion? I mean, it was epic, right? Epic. Yeah, exactly. Where was it? Kennedy High School. Yes. On their, little, the on their sad field that was a practice field. Yes. Yes. Greatest day in my life. <laughs> that ball came straight up, straight down. I caught it. I ran off the field. Coach Winchesky goes, Feeney. I'm like, ah. He goes, we need that ball to kick off. <laughs> I thought someone was going to put it in like put a it. container yeah. like Emmitt Smith. And yeah. I've had it forever. Label it. Date it. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Uh, so then, then we joined the Army National Guard. Yes. Went away. Yep. Uh, Soldier medics. Fort, Fort Lost in the Woods. Fort Lost in the Woods. No doubt. Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, yep. for our medic training. Oh, no, excuse me, for Army for, basic training. Yeah, basic, yeah. And then we went to Sam Houston, Fort Sam Houston in San Antonio, Texas. Yep. Great time. And we saw, we went to the Alamo Dome. Yes, sir. Saw Michael Jordan score his 25,000 point. For $5. For five bucks, last seat in the house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, no, it's great. You are, um, you know, we haven't seen each other in a long time, but you will always be a good friend to me. Absolutely. And uh, again, we've been through it all, and just you are again, you're in my groom's party, I, uh, you know, and uh, you're a good friend. So I yeah. appreciate you coming on. I'm really excited for after. I'm very excited now to talk with you, but even more excited to for the show. So stick around after we close out and say be a good friend. Stay tuned for a special concert. Like he said, he's gonna play five songs. Uh, all right, so let's get right into Higgins and the General. You saw my shirt? Yes, sir. How classic is this? That How is far classic. do you think this goes back? That goes back to, I think, 2007. 
2007. 2007, 2008, something like that. I did an event at Christopher Martin's. We used to do a lot of charity events at once a year at Christopher Martin's for Relay for Life. Yep. That's in New Haven, Connecticut. It's, yep. a, it's a pub and restaurant. And uh, yeah, for those shows, I would make, make those and help raise some money. And I, I still have the screen at home. I got to print off a few more. Oh, you can, you can do the printing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I actually hand-painted that one. So. so you put the screen and then you paint it on there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where'd you get the symbols? Uh, the symbols, well, so the skull, the winged skull, uh, it's like a death's head from, uh, from old burial ground, ground markers. I used to work on them. So after, after college, I started by, by doing, like, monument restoration. Could see that or no? Okay, sorry. So, yeah, after college, I went and uh, did monument restoration. I worked on, and we also worked on gravestones and stuff from, like, I mean, you know, 1500s, 1600s. And my favorite were the, the, the death's head. Gotcha. And then on the other two symbols, we got a, uh, that's an hourglass. And, and then I don't know why. Time is in, in, inevitable. Exactly. Time is in, in, inevitable. And then the other one is a pawn shop because I, I live a pawn shop lifestyle. You know what I mean? I always have thrift stores and pawn shops. And yeah, those, those, so those two symbols, the, uh, the hourglass and the pawn shop one, I got those tattoos on the back of my arm. It was like kind of on a whim. But, so I just started using those symbols. For the you band. hit me with one of the best lines. You were like, Feeny, some people treat their body like a church. I treat my body like an amusement park. It's true, man. And I love it. So I'm wearing this on my chest. Do you have this somewhere on? Yeah, I got you so show? the head I got on my chest. It's a little faded now. Like but. in true rock star fashion. <laughs> I love it. Body is an amusement park. So, yeah, you are an art major at Southern. Yes. Oh, then we were roommates at Southern. Jeez, yes, sir. Jeez, keeps First going. semester. And then Amazing. Oh, well, a semester and a half because I, I snuck in a lot on the second semester at Neff. Oh, yeah. I had a single. <laughs> you had a single. Until you wanted to sleep over. <laughs> They're like, yo, I thought D-Lock moved out. And I'm going to be doing referring to Dylan Locke a lot. Did I even d- introduce you, Dylan Locke? Probably, I don't Maybe not. I'm Dylan Locke. Dylan Locke, a.k.a. D-Lock, <laughs> a.k.a. Big D. Hey, I got some pictures. Keep talking. Southern. So Dylan Locke. Oh, we got, we got props. Uh-oh. Oh, we got show and tell. Here we go. You just said something about Southern. And I showed... Oh, Wu-Tang. That's our dorm room. Yes, sir. That was our side. You made the Wu-Tang for me. No doubt. Here we go with my dope tattoo. Young D. And my my drawings. There we go. Nice. So that drawing right there, that's a a copy I did in high school of a Frank Frazetta drawing called uh, The Death Dealer. And I even put it on a back. It's matted on like blood splattered paper and stuff that I painted on there. Oh, yep. I did that in Dr. Circa's class. <laughs> we ent- I entered that into a uh, you know a contest for all different schools. I didn't even place. <laughs> it was the best one there. Of course. But it was a copy. So you know. But Dr. Circa said it was a bunch of garbage. So whatever. And there's the tattoo. That's the first one. Yep. I was there for that. Yep. San Antonio, Texas. No doubt. At the Tattoo Arcade. <laughs> they had, it was called the Tattoo Arcade. It was across the street from the Alamo. They had, they had like, you know, I don't know, like three game, like arcade games and dirty seats, you know. I think I played arcades while you got this done. I was, <laughs> I was pretty close. Yeah, you were, yeah, you were I was going to get it. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yeah, mine, what I got, this is what I call it. It's kind of like, it's a tribal can opener or bottle <laughs> opener or something like that, you know. Oh, yeah, right there. It's yeah. like... Yeah, no doubt. No, classic. Yeah, and we, Jimi Hendrix. Yes, sir. Hell yeah, it's my Jimmy drawing. 
That was great. Well, let's just go. Oh, Dr. Sirico. So another thing I like to ask, me being a teacher, I'm yes. in my 19th year. Oh. Nine years teaching where I went to school at Kingsbury School. I'm in my 10th year at Wilkett School where my daughters went. Amazing. Uh, you know, do you have a favorite teacher? Oh, yeah. I have a bunch of favorites. Miss Doc, you know, Mr. Krill for sure was a big influence. You know, rest in peace, Mr. Krill. Um, I'm trying to think right now. And, you know, and then at, at Southern, a huge influence was a guy named Olaf Zeidenberg. He was a sculpture professor. I ended up working for him a little bit, too. And that, that guy was a huge influence on my life. Just, Is that when you were re renewing sculptures around town? No, this was at school. Okay. He, he was a professor. He was a great guy. But he got you, a, you had a job, though, later on. Yeah, I, I, I was, like, uh, refurbishing uh, greenhouses with him. Okay. And stuff like that. And I just learned a lot from the guy, just in life. And it was just... Just a cool guy, you know. You know, uh, Dave Krill, uh, hands down, one of my favorite teachers. I mentioned him many times on the podcast. Mrs. Jarrell, number one. Uh, Mr. Krill, number two. Yep. Our football coach. Yep. He was my tennis coach. He was our chemistry teacher. Yep. Just lived by a code of, like, a true gentleman, a real man, held you accountable, with taking notes on the uh, index cards. Yep, yep. Uh, something I learned from Mrs. Jarrell, but then he continued it and just – you know, he woke up, he told us he woke up and did push-ups and sit-ups every morning. And now I'm like thinking, I'm an older guy now. And I feel like almost you have to do it. Absolutely. Almost out of self-care. You don't want to do it just to stay ripped. You're doing it so it doesn't hurt your back. Exactly. And he had a neck injury. Yep. Uh, he went to Dartmouth. Yep. He went to Dartmouth and he wasn't one of those rich kids, man. You know, that was the story I love to hear him. Because you just had to, he worked so hard to get that, you know. Yeah, he was a pole vaulter. Yeah, yeah. And hurt his neck showing off on a trampoline yep. in front of girls. Yeah, so. And he ended up marrying our home ec teacher from North End, yep. Mrs. Martin, I think, Mrs. Martin. Oh, and it just came to me, Pepper Johnson. There it is, Pepper Johnson, yes. And Carl Banks. I think it so was go 52. Back. Was it 50? Something like that. I've heard, I forget, but anyway. So one of them's 58. Carl Banks. Carl Banks. Darn no out. And I said, what did I say, Carl Peppers? Yeah. Bro, no delete that. Sergeant Peppers? Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> Waterbury, so D, uh, we have a little highlight every time someone mentions Waterbury. Like, uh, it's random sometimes how it happens, but you know, born and raised in Waterbury, the biggest little city ever. Aren't you? How proud I, are you from from being from the? So Berry? I wasn't born in the <gasps> Berry, so oh. I'm not like Berry. You know, podcast is over. We're well, no longer I, friends. Remember all those things I said that we were. I friends? moved to the Berry in third grade, though. Okay, know? so all right. I started off. I was a technically born in Greenwich Hospital. Oh, boy. No doubt, right? I think I was born in Greenwich Hospital because my mom thought it was going to make me rich. <laughs> but like I, you leave with a silver spoon in your mouth. No it's doubt, like no doubt. But, you know, but then, then you pawn it. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then, you know, we lived in Stanford for a while. Then we moved to, to Ridgefield. And I ended up in third grade at Waterbury and stayed there for, for, you know, until, I, until college. You know? And I got another picture of speaking of, oh, so yeah, you were a groomsman in my wedding. Yeah. That's the crew. No doubt. Sexy dudes right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hunk, hunks. <laughs> oh, this is another great one. Oh, yeah. I went digging deep. I don't have that guitar anymore. Wow. I was skinny, too, though. All right. All the beer ads in the background, too. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. <laughs> Hopefully, Dave will get these on. Oh, there's another one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, look, we're hanging out in front of the fan. I wonder, mm. wonder what we're doing in front of the fan at the window what? of a dorm. Yo, is that fan pointed in the opposite direction? Yeah, it looks like Johnny Blaze, though, I'll tell you that. Is that fan blowing out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's San Antonio right there. Yep. What are you on right now? What duty? That's uh, fire guard. Yep. That's the lamest duty ever. Uh, you just try not to fall asleep is all it is. In and case you get screwed. Like, I used to have fire guard at, like, 4 in the morning. Yeah. You had to wake up at 5. Right. Sometimes I had it at 3 in the morning. Yeah. And you go to bed. You can't go back to bed because you wake up at 5 and nah. you're screwed. So you slept for, like, 3 hours. Yeah, it ruins, like, three, three days after that. But then I, did, I started hustling fire guards. People were paying me 100 bucks to pull their fire guard. Nice. So I would... I would sometimes do like two or three for a hundred dollars <laughs> cash. I don't know if that was tr- truly legal. Best story too. I won. We did a raffle at the Alamo Dome. Neil Diamond came to town. The yeah. barracks got like ten tickets. There's fifty dudes in the barracks. Only ten can go. Names raffle. I win. I'm like I don't know who Neil Diamond is. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is Biggie or Wu or Nas. I'm going. Right, right. Neil Diamond, and then I sold it for like. 75 bucks. Well, the drill sergeant, oh, Feeney's an entrepreneur, is he? <laughs> Selling stuff from the raffle. He made me give it back, give the ticket up, and give the money back. Oh, that's great. Lesson learned. Uh, also, I turned 18 in an army barracks. Yes. So, you know how you get 18 punches? Yep. Well, I got 18 punches from 100 people. <laughs> So then they ran out of room. So I had two guys punching me in the arms, two guys punching me in uh, the legs. You didn't tell them your birthday. That's that's a mistake right there. Oh boy. It was you know. And then Me and Jen. Wow, that's some young kids right there. Yeah, where know. are you at? You're at someone's wedding. Oh wow. And I don't know whose, but yep. I think it might be Stad's. Got it. Jeff, look how young you are. Jeez. I know. Yeah, he was the first one to get married, right? How's Jen? She's good. She's She'll coming here right? today. All yep. right, can't wait. Yep. And then this is classic. Yeah, let's go Mets backwards. <laughs> All types of STEM. Yep, STEM. Well, we had ESPN on our back, too. Yeah, that's when we were hanging out with Cowbell Man. Cowbell Man yep. came by. We got on Sunday Night Baseball multiple times. Hell yeah. All right, that's our show and tell portion. So we got some sponsors. I've got to thank. I should have done that earlier, too. Just excited to be here. We're in Brantford. I drove 57 minutes to get here. We're on 11 Sycamore Way at Direct Line Media. None of this would be possible without our friends from Direct Line Media, Owen and Dave. Uh, fantastic Don't person. Kyle. Kyle. Come on. He's new to the squad. He's still got to earn his, <laughs> earn his way. No Kyle, doubt. I no see doubt. you. Um, sponsored by Keating Agency Insurance, Gastro Park, West Hartford Lock, The Fix IV, Donut Crazy, Weehaw Brewing and Roasting, and that's it. So, speaking of which, we're going to get right into the music portion. West Hartford Lock sponsors this question. Three keys that make you a great lead singer to a band. Or what makes you great? Three uh, keys to being in a band. Let's all right. Start there. Let's start there. Three keys to being in a band. You got to want to do it. You, you got to want to do it for the fun of it and for the love of it. And, and you got to like the people you're playing with. That's... Love, fun, and, and yeah, so camaraderie. That's two. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. When did you first pick up a guitar? What was your first instrument? So first instrument was saxophone in third grade. Um, the teacher wasn't very good. It wasn't, didn't keep me motivated or anyone for that matter. So I, I really I didn't, didn't stick with that. And then I, on, I got at a tag sale. I got a guitar, but I didn't know how to tune it. So then I ended up pawning that so I could buy baseball cards. And then, I don't know, then years later, I was like, no, I still want to play guitar. And then I got one from my brother-in-law, and he taught me how to play a couple chords, and he gave me a tuner. 
And then I was able to play like a couple songs. And then and then my dad's friend, Mikey Mudry. You remember oh, Mikey, Mikey Mudry? Yep, Mikey. My, he, he used to party with Mikey Mudry. And Mikey would come over and, and he was a good player. But, uh, you know, he liked, the, he liked his vodka, you know, especially if it was 100 proof. So, like, you know, at a certain point I learned all Mikey had to, to, to get to teach me. But, but that was it. You know, at least I was able to, to play songs and then play along with folks. And it was a good time. So you yeah. taught yourself? Pretty much, Self-taught yeah. Self-taught yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Always learning. Yeah. Now, you've always been talented. I, I remember you, yeah, you had it at our dorm, Neff Hall. Yeah. We were the refugees. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Great time. Great time. I wonder what Big Nick's up to. Big Nick. Remember her? Oh, she was cool. I loved her. Yeah. She was like Big Mama, like protected everyone. Yep. I think she defended me once. I forgot when and where. I believe it. Well, we used to prank phone calls. And so yeah. I my room, and she got on the phone. I was like, do you know who I am? I will see you outside. Big Nick. And I was like, oh, Big Nick. She came to my, got my back. Exactly. All uh, right. Also, all right. So let me just shout out a couple of events, because this is an important event. Well, I'll do some past ones. Well, first, let's talk about how was that golf tournament? Oh, it's great. Just last Saturday, Goodwin yeah. Park Golf Course. Yeah. I'll tell you about it. So it was a great time, of course. Like, yeah, good event. Um, it was even better because I actually was swinging it good. Nice. You know, first time I played in like seven years. I mean, I outdrowed, outdrove a couple players on, on my squad. Come or, on. Yeah, I mean. How many of them? Can I name names? or Do it. Do I it. Mean, well, there was one hole where I outdrove Stads. And then there was the, the next hole, I drove Grenier. Ooh. You know what I mean? Ow. We use my shots, those ones. Stop. You use D-Lock's shot? Greeny. Yeah. Drives. Greeny. Drives. I'm use saying. his drive. But, you know, but, I mean, I'm not really keeping track of that stuff, really. But No, no. You know, but, you know, but no. I mean. No biggie. You just all drove him. First time playing in seven But years. I'm not going to get twisted. It was, I had a good stretch for, like, five holes, and then I couldn't find it the rest of the day. But it was a good time. That's golf for you, though. <laughs> exactly. You have it for two, then you lose it for ten. Yep. You get back for one. Stad's outfit was pretty good. Oh, my goodness, yeah. We had a great time, man. 100 golfers. Uh, it was a good time. Yep. Uh, Fox 61 did a little segment. We raised $10,000 for Rachel Webster. She's in Weathersfield. She has Ewing sarcoma. Uh, she just had her leg amputated, so she's going to get it. We're Team Rachel. Uh, we're going to really try to help her out, and uh, we've already donated before. We're going to donate again. So, great event. I got some golf shirts. I'll put a link. Golf shirts. Yeah. $45. Golf polos. They're very nice. Athletic fit. You see that seam right there? Yes, sir. Got the our motto, be a good friend. That's, you the, know. that's the breathable material, too. Breathable, dry fit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we got a T-shirt. Oh, let's go over. We got everyone got a T-shirt. You wear your T-shirt yet? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Amazon really came through. I'd like to thank my co-chairs, Omar and Miles. Omar works at Amazon. They were our technology sponsor, so they pretty much single-handedly saved it and sponsored the tournament, which was great. Nice. Sun Life came through and donated, and we're the uh, hole-in-one. Westfield Bank was the ho- another hole-in-one. Doro yeah, Breakfast. Don't tell me about that hole-in-one again. Jen was mad I didn't I make know. it. Oh, kid, I wanted 10 G's so bad. You're like, honey, I'm going to go play golf, but don't worry. I'm going to come wor- back with yeah, $10,000. I'm going to get a down payment for a car today. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's work. golf. I have two chances, hon. I might come back with 20 Gs. Yeah, no, no. I'm trash. <laughs> I don't think anyone came close. Nah. Yeah. Uh, Brignoli Vineyards, TKSP Studio, King of Dings, BHV Ingr- Integrated Services, West Harbor for Lock again. 
Lions Auto, Matney Law, the Byron family, TJ Hickey, Overflow. Did you try those overflows? Yes, I did. Aren't those so good? Delicious. We did a workout there this morning. They're wonderful people. Nice. Shout out to Overflow, Ashley and Shauna. Uh, Maximum Beverage. It's going to lead me to my next event. Nice. Weeha Brewing and Roasting and Drink Mechanics. Be a good friend and be a good golfer. Yeah, thank you for everyone that golfed. Save your, and your, save your date, 9-9. 2023. All right, yeah, I'm in. It's going to be next Saturday. It's going to be September 9th. I'm going to buy a lot of mulligans this time, though. Yeah, that little, our volunteer Molly came back with $300 cash selling mulligans. Nice. That was a huge hit. Whoa. And that came on a With whim. a winning score of 14 under, yeah. I was like, whoa. He's a, he's a <laughs> podcaster, episode 24, Josh. Okay. Man, we're questioning you, Josh. <laughs> 14 under. <laughs> I'm just saying the mullies might have been a lot he of mullies. He's just all of them. Yeah. Some woman that was playing with my wife, Dorothy, bought 20 mulligans <laughs> for one hole. <laughs> so it was great. Uh, just a fun time. Yeah. Uh, Doro's breakfast was phenomenal. Delicious. Uh, you know, the Weeha. So, yeah, get into it. The, uh, Maximum Beverage did a whiskey tasting station which was great. There's, they're hosting their ninth annual whiskey tasting at Hartford Golf Club next Saturday, September 24th, 6 to 9.30. It's 100 bucks. But if you use code FEENY22, you get $10 off. Uh, last year, they wrote us, I had a Happy Gilmore check for five Gs <laughs> from Maximum Beverage. Dude, I was driving around with it in my car, uh, crooked, just like great. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And they was like, I kind of need my sign back. I was like, nah, I don't. <laughs> I want to drive like with the Happy Gilmore. And he came and delivered it on the 30th podcast. Special uh, guest Matt comes in with the, with the check. And then he had like a King Louis whiskey. Looked it up. It was like $900. Oh my so we tasted that. Dave and I, when Matt's leaving, we were like, he goes, no, I, I got to take that with me. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, $900. Or we are like, oh, but yeah, $900. King Louie. King Louie the 30th or something. Yeah. But we hope to see all our friends that were golfing. There's going to be an email coming out. There's going to be 250 bourbons. Great event. We had a raffle last year. The raffle alone raised 600 bucks, nice. And then they wrote a check for 5000 So So great overall event. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think we raised, what was it? 1600 on raffles at the golf tournament. So nice. And then, you know, another 400 with donations, mulligans, yep. swag. Great time. So we went to photos. Uh, is then um, another event. Let's see. We got the whiskey taste, a makerspace event. You did, yeah, we'd like to thank you. Personally, thank oh. you. And uh, Rick came yeah. through and you were the musicians in the gazebo at the Elmwood Community Center. Oh, and thanks for calling me. That was actually the first time I played live in years and it was good to get me out, you know. It was it was it was a little last minute, but it was a great time. Good day. Yeah. yeah. The kids build with you should see Makerspace is amazing if you want to look up Kane's Arcade, a little kid who worked in his dad's garage and you make things with claw machines, pinball machines all with duct tape and cardboard. Cool. You give a kid duct tape and cardboard, you'd be amazed on what they can create. Yes. These kids, we just let them build. You know, don't give them any direction just to say yes. Exactly. What do you need? What do you need? Yes. And uh it's so creative and you'll see some uh, you know, my dogs get creative with cardboard too. <laughs> you just see what they do. October 15th. One to three, Elmwood Community Center. What's your dog do with cardboard? Tears it up and turns it into <laughs> confetti. Uh, <laughs> then we're doing a toy drive again on uh, December 10th at Sock Stars. 
so we got some good things. We, we just touched on, uh, yeah, we had a wonderful uh, fundraiser on uh, August 17th. It was Friends of Nicholas at the Yard Goats game. He's like a seven-year-old kid who had an uh, inoperable brain tumor, and we raised $5,000 for the family, and like, unfortunately, he just passed away. So we, we had a little moment of silence at the golf tournament, which was special, and, it, yeah. and uh, the wake was today, and it's just... That's heavy. Yeah, so cried a little, cried, and uh, the parents were very thankful. Like, it was like the last family event that they really did. They were surrounded by 220 friends and family and coworkers. Uh, the kid like mustered up all his energy to make sure he went to this. Uh, so yeah, we're always thinking of you know Nicholas. We'll always be friends of Nicholas Absolutely. and the Parenti family. You mean a lot. So and thank you for everyone that went to the Yard Goats game and. Um, so yeah, it's it's a good cause and we have fun, but sometimes it's heartbreaking and there's tragedy. That's right. what stuff it's starting to wear on me. Like you know, I lost a friend uh, recently, Todd yep. Toddio. Yep. So and then we, re, we recently lost Nicholas. Um, so yeah, it's heartbreaking tragedy. That start it starts to wear on you. So maybe all fun and games and fun events, but then there is some. It gets real. It does. It does. Yeah. And I just want to thank supporters and volunteers and friends Absolutely. you know i wouldn't be possible with how i thanked all the friends and um it's based on the friends i have some really good friends you are a really good friend talented musician and artist and yeah all right <laughs> speaking of athletics oh yeah that's <laughs> i'm not even, this is softball there we go <laughs> i was looking a little bigger there <laughs> There's Todd right there. Yeah, front and oh, center. Man. Him and Juice are doing the knuckle thing. Yep, I'm both Two years of them. in a row. Two years in a row. Yeah, wow. Tadio meant a lot to me, man. I know. He's a, he's a good dude, man. And uh, we recently lost him. Um, but these are for you. I printed these up for you. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. So think of Todd. And Absolutely. My dude was like, he, he, got, he went here. We were at a uh, Providence Friars game. In Providence, nice. he wears Georgetown. Of course, he goes down to the court <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, look at me! Hey, look at me!" And then like, uh, that's him right Saint there Patty's. next to my mom. He yep. loved everything Irish. Yep. Had a big Irish tattoo. He always had the the, the sweatbands and the yep. hat low. Yeah, that's him, man. It's like we had a little moment of silence. He was in our fantasy football league. He was mm -hmm. on our softball team, and we had like a moment of silence. And I I wanted to say like things, but I like. You know, he was like, he loved Muggsy Bogues. He loved yes. Ellis Burks. He loved the Mets. Yep. Um, Notre Dame. Irish. Anything Irish. Anything Notre Irish. Dame. Yes. Uh, just had left-handed layups. Little yeah. guy. He was like a little leprechaun, but could never block his shot. Right. Right. Had handles for days. Exactly. And just funny. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. Yep. Could be like a jerk, but funny. And I remember like, just want to share this one Best laugh I think I've ever had. We had, had one with you we'll get into. Oh, yeah, I think no, no. you know which one. Yeah, I think I do. And then with Tadio, though, we hung out all night. And he had a paper route older. I don't know, maybe when, after college, during college. But I was home for the weekend, helping with the Sunday papers. But we went out Saturday night. Instead of going to bed, we stayed up and did the paper route. <laughs> Successfully. And then we go to Tower Grill yep. on Freight Street. I know where that is, yeah. Classic yeah. breakfast spot. And we're sitting here, right here, and the waitress comes up to us and, like, we were talking. And we, I, I think sleep deprivation, de oh, yeah. deprivation kicked yeah, in. Yeah, silly. 
and she said something, and we looked at her, and we just went, and I fell out on the, <laughs> on the thing, and we just laughed. We couldn't talk. We, like, tried to talk to her, and that memory will stick with me. Like, we laughed so hard absolutely. for absolutely yeah, no well, reason. Once you start la- getting to that point, it's the laughing that keeps you going. And you just or we tried stop. to hide it. We knew we wanted to be respectful, and he looked at me, and we, and we were like, and, then it's and just, oh, my God. It's yeah. like I could think of that day. My mom has a good memory, too. She's like, one day I look outside, and you're just, like, beating the crap out of someone, throwing snow in his face and really beating him up. And you're like, Eric, leave that kid alone. What are you doing? And uh, I go, it's all right, Todd. It's my friend Todd. That was, like, my introduction. We, we would beat him up every – he was – because he came over from uh, St. Margaret's. And went to yes. Willby freshman year. Yes. So he was new, yes. fresh meat. So we kind of roughed him up. But then he became like one of my best friends, inseparable, playing NBA, uh, NBA Live '97 yep. Yep. all night long. So that was my dude. So I'm thinking of Todd, and absolutely. I just want to share those thoughts. I don't know. What's our best laugh? <sighs> that was was it watching Booty Call. Booty Call. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Martin in that or who is in that? Booty Call. I want to feel I, like I want to say Tommy was, Davidson's in that from I Living think Color. So. And was it Martin? Tommy Jamie Foxx. Jamie, Jamie Foxx. I think so. Oh, I don't remember man. exactly, but I just remember. Dude, at we, your mom's house. Yes. Oh my God, we were laughing hard. It was like a bank robbery or something. No, they were in it. They were in a convenience store, and it was like, I think someone called the the clerk Pakistani. And, but he was Indian, and the guy just pulls out a Uzi and just starts spraying everything, and we That's just right. started. That's right. I don't know why it was so funny, but once you start going, you can't oh, stop. Oh, it was great. It was ridiculous. Yeah. That was a great laugh. That's go down in history, too. Another great laugh. Uh, so, yeah. Um, all right, we got some games. All right. <laughs> you got your phone on you? Yeah. We're going to do this f- f- first game. All right. all right. What minute are we? What minute are we, guys? 34 minutes with Feeney. We go, you know, we shoot for 40 minutes with Feeney, 50 minutes with Feeney. Yeah, just gotta do. You know, we're here. Yeah. We're here for you, actually. All right, bet. Big show after this. I don't know if I mentioned it. Higgins and the General are performing live. Yep. Where'd you think of that name, Higgins and the General? So, Higgins and the General, there's some dudes my, uh, my dad used to party with back in the day. He was friends with this guy, Red, who uh, was a caretaker for, for a guy who. Uh, he was deformed from the thalidomide. You know, it was like a fertility drug back in the day. He he was a cool, you know normal dude, but he he uh, he was just his hands weren't fully developed, and he was in a wheelchair. But my dad would party with Red, and and his name was Higgins. Okay, and then Higgins' best friend was another wheelchair bound person, and his name was the General, nickname whatever. So Higgins and the General. Now, how the name came about for a band, my sister and I were kicking out the idea of kicking, kicking it around of, like, making a band. And that we, we went to Yankee Stadium one day. Randy Johnson was on the mound and everything. We're just watching the game, and, you know. And, and I was telling the story about we went to a Yankees game back in the day with my dad, Red, Higgins, and the general. Higgins was reaching for his beer and knocked it over the mezzanine and fell on somebody. And then we were just like, ah! You know, I think we bounced even, whatever. It was, I just told that story. My sister was like, that'd be a good band name. So, like, I swear it was like a month later, I went and got tattoos. Higgins. In general. And uh, and then we started writing songs, and we made a band, you know, and 
been doing it on and off since then. That was like, I don't know, 2006, 2007, whatever it was. Wow. Awesome. I love the Higgins and the general. I love this t-shirt. I mean, I had this, my wife's like, you have so many t-shirts. I'm like, hon, luckily I saved this shirt <laughs> from 2007 because right. I have a podcast today in 2022 and I'm rocking it. I walk in, <laughs> all the band members are like, whoa, we don't even have that. The funniest thing <laughs> ever was your, bir- well, was your birthday, your 40th. Your mom had all the free swag <laughs> shirts that throughout the years. She pulled out bags and bags <laughs> of shirts. I mean, Mr. Rogers, Rocky, oh, clown me for crying during Rocky. Yep. She roasted me pretty good. She got you. She knows I love Mr. Rogers. Then she made one, I love mom. And me and her marching in a parade with friends of Phoenix. <laughs> I love mom. I rock that sometimes. And people are like, dude, you're 40. What are you rocking? Yeah. I love my mom. I will put the pause on that phone game. All right. But this is another storytelling game. Matt Dix, speak up. You saw me do a speak yeah, up yeah, once? Yeah, the, the moth. That was, well, yeah. similar to moth. Very yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah that, that was um, cool. That was yeah. great. That was in Hart, uh, New Haven. Yep. Uh, Mentioned the two-point conversion in that one, too, right? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I'll mention that all the time. Um, so this is called First, Last, Best, Worst. It's okay. a storytelling game. And we're going to do songs that you wrote. So you have five songs. All right. What's your first song okay. that you wrote? The Shocker. last song oh, that you wrote? The best song and the worst song. All right. So we could, in any order, whenever you're ready, whenever, however you want to uh, All right, well, I say, it. so Chocolate was the first song I ever wrote. You want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. I went to a, to, to a breakfast with a couple of friends. We went to this place, Bella Rosa's in Westville, across from New West over there. Yep. And uh, I had, you know, good breakfast. But then I was like, you know, I never get dessert. I'm getting dessert today. For breakfast? For, yeah, no doubt. Okay. You know, and I got. Interesting choice. Triple chocolate mousse cake. I seen it. It was in the case there. Did though. it blow your mind? It blew my mind. It did. It did. And I literally, I went home that, you know, that afternoon. I was like, yeah, I wrote a song. And one day. It was the easiest song I ever wrote. Did it come from Heaven or 7-Eleven? Well, I don't know. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. But, yeah. So we're very excited. We're going to be recording that song, right? We're going to hear yes. that song later. Yeah, that's so on stick the list. around. You're going to hear the chocolate song. So that's legendary my, chocolate song. The legendary. That's the one everyone always wants me to play, and that's the, the oldest one. Okay. I, that one I wrote in 2000, long time ago, four or five. I don't know. We'll put out a disclaimer. There are some maybe inappropriate words or. Oh yeah. Okay. So no we'll doubt. put that out there. Inappropriate. Yeah. Um. It's. I mean, it's about chocolate. Chocolate. So chocolate. I mean, yeah, hello. So, right. So that's the first one. The last song I've written is, oh, I might be Gotta Save Myself, because right? I, haven't, I haven't finished a song. I've got tons of stuff like in the works, but the mm-hmm. last one I wrote was called, and that was probably 2010, it's called Gotta Save Myself. And uh, I, that's, that one might be my favorite, actually. Will you be playing that one later? Yes, we will. Yeah. Okay, what was it again? Gotta Save Myself. Yeah. Have I heard it? Probably not. You played it in Middletown or no? E, no, I, I don't think so. Got to save myself. Yeah, I might have. Give I me a little have. hook. Give me the hook. The hook is um, got to save myself. Loving you is bad for my health. Okay. Mm, yeah. All right. That's your most recent. That's your last one. Yeah. Now, best and worst. Best and worst. Um, the worst ones never get played again after they go <laughs> out and fail, you know, and, and you try to you try to tune them up and make them better. And if they don't, how do you know it fails? Like, how do you know it fails when, you know, that's when folks start getting drinks and stuff, you know, and uh, you just, it, you just know it. You, you feel, just feel it? it. You just feel it and look around and, you know, oh, this one's not hitting. So 
You see a couple of I wrote yawns. a song called Toast that we didn't put enough effort in it. It was about being hungover, you know. But uh, that was the worst. Um, like you want to eat toast to help the hangover, or you you're like toasted? You're toast. Oh, because uh, toast both. is pretty good for a hangover, right? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. A lot of butter. Nah, absolutely. Is that in the song? Yeah, toast. So you got a chocolate song and a toast song. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, because I'm getting away from the food songs. You know? uh, that's your worst one. Yeah. Best one. And it it probably like picking a favorite child, right? How do you pick a favorite song? It's, I've got to save myself. That's gotta save yeah, myself because I wrote that with my with my sister Vicky, who's in the band, and uh, you know, and yeah, I don't, we just worked on it more than the other ones, so it's I like that one. Yeah, Vicky was always talented too, like Absolutely. in plays, great singer. Yep. Um, just you know, what makes her a good friend? Vicky? Makes her a good friend. Oh man, she's just been there forever. You know, like and we've we've always just been cool. I don't know, we're we're easy with each other. It's just just we don't have to put a lot of effort and. And then there's times where we don't talk to each other for a while, but it's we never hold anything against each other, you know. Like, how many like, children does she have now? She's got one. She's, oh. uh, her daughter Gemma. Yeah. Does your other sister have a lot of kids? Yep, she's got kids. Yep, she's got five. Okay. Yeah. That's Vicky's not the one with five kids. No. <laughs> I knew that. Um, and speaking of family, how's Mama Pop, Mama Lock, and Papa Lock? Mama Lock, Papa Lock, they're doing well. They're down in Florida. Are you gonna send them the link? Are they gonna watch this? Oh no doubt, of course. Yeah, I talked to my mom's on the way up there. Mama Lock, Papa Lock, I love you. I miss you. You were part of my childhood. Practically raised me. <laughs> uh, you know, just those, yeah, important people in my life yeah, growing they're, up. They're, you know? they're, doing, they're living that pool life right now. Florida. Newport, Ritchie, Florida. Nice. Yeah, so. How often do they come up? Uh, not often, but, you know, once or twice a year right now. I got to get down to visit them. Have so. you ever been down there? Uh, not in years, so I got to get down and check them out. And then Missy and Doug are still doing well, you know. Nice. They're, they're doing great. Yeah, he gets around. He's doing a lot of traveling. A lot, yeah. He's all over. I see it on Facebook. Yep. Best song? So we, oh, okay. Yeah. And what about the song um, Budweiser Jesus? Ah, Budweiser Jesus. You're going to play that later? Yes, sir. Yeah. Budweiser the- Jesus is based on a true story. Um, one time I was, well, we are running out of beer. And I just, I, I, we were like, we were practicing for, for a gig. I, I said a blessing on an empty beer and I actually made it multiply with fresh new Budweiser's. Oh, interesting. My so, sister was there. She's seen it. It's a true. Oh, st- and it's in the song. Yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt. Uh, yeah. It's a storytelling song. Well, I mean, it's just a song about the truth. Truth. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Like you had to be there. You had to be there. I believe you. Yeah. My sister was there. She's seen it. She can vouch for it. Yeah, no doubt. And, and Vicky wouldn't lie. No, no. Budweiser Jesus. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm not saying I'm Jesus, but I'm saying like I make miracles sometimes. Like sometimes. that one time. You have a really cool picture when you say Budweiser Jesus. I think of the picture of like the Michelangelo picture. Yeah. Of your dad yeah. handing you with the bear. Yep. The drawing. Yeah. Was the, it Michelangelo? It was. Yeah. What's it, that painting the, called? It was like the creation of Adam. Except is that on the top of the Sistine Chapel or no? Yes. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, I did. My father was God holding a Budweiser, and, the, and then I was Adam, and I was reaching for it. <laughs> Classic. And then you also have a really great Michelangelo the David yes. painting. That was a draw, another drawing. It was a pencil story. Drawing. Story, though, that goes with it. Yeah. He, At Southern Connecticut during an art festival. Oh, that's right. Share that. That's so, fantastic. So I did a drawing of, of the statue of David, but instead of, uh, instead of the stone in his hand, I had him 
holding a, a Sig Sauer 40 Smith. And, uh, yeah, anyway, so, he, you know, he had a semi-automatic handgun. I was just trying to, you know, play up on the times and stuff. Anyway, so that was hanging up in the, in the art building. I didn't have any, any glass over it. It was just kind of matted and stuff. And somebody, some jerk put bubble gum right on, you know, Adam's penis. And it kind of it messed up the picture. I had yeah, but not blocking it. out the, the weapon, blocking out the penis. The penis. Yeah. Got offended by the penis. Yeah. Or just someone just wanted to deface it. I think it was just some jerk. With bubble gum, right? Bubble gum. Yeah. So I had to scrape it off and fix it. So what I did after that was I took the drawing of Dave, or, uh, David off, and I just put, I drew another picture, <laughs> but it was only like, I don't know, four by four inches, and I just drew just the penis. And, I <laughs> and hung, left it there. And I hung place. it up at school for a couple like, weeks. Like, here, you want to yeah. deface mine yeah. of something that you didn't like. Right. Well, here it is. Well, here it is. And th- nobody touched that one for some reason. I mean, it's like art. It's like the most famous painting. Yeah. David. But, you know, colleges are filled with young folks that... Comedians don't, do, don't even play at colleges anymore. I know. That's another story. That's wild. We'll get into that for another day. <laughs> yeah, David. That painting always made me feel like, you know, I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> you got any questions for me? Questions for Feeney. No. Recommendations. Right. I don't know. I'm just a little overwhelmed by everything. This is my first podcast. You ready for oh, trivia? Well, I'll the tell you one game. Thing. This is the second interview I've had. Though. Come on. The last time I was interviewed was Jimmy Kimmel interviewed me. Stop. Yeah. When? Where? Jen in 2013. Jen and I went to LA to we were visiting friends, so we went to go see a taping. And uh there, you know, he does his monologue, right? And after the monologue, he's just right in front of the standing in front of the camera. They have to build the set. So they're putting together his desk and stuff. We're in the studio audience, and I'm kind of like dead center, you know, with Jen. And uh, he starts rapping to the crowd just to kill time while they're, while they're doing that. So he's like, where's everyone coming from? And I was like, oh, I raised my hand. Now, earlier in the, in the show, they had a guy doing a fluffer, fluffer, like a comedian, you know, just getting the crowd ready. Yep. And he, was, he said there's a contest for, like, the best comment from the crowd wins, like, $200 in an Omaha steaks. And I was like, I want them steaks, right? <laughs> but I couldn't think of nothing funny, and this woman was really funny. I was like, well, I'm not going to win. So anyway, during this thing, you know, Jimmy's just, like, shooting, shooting the stuff. And, and I'm like, he's like, where's everyone from? I said, oh, I'm from Connecticut, you know. And he's like, wow, no kidding. He's like, what do you do for work? And then I'm like, oh, crap, he's talking to me. Like, this is my hero. Like, Jimmy Kimmel's the man, back, especially – Back then, I only had one TV station, and it was the one that he was on. So I watched a lot of Jimmy Kimmel. So, like, anyway, so I'm like, holy crap, I'm, so, I'm talking to Jimmy Kimmel. And I, was, I told him, you know, I do prosthetics and this and that, you know, and we're, we're rapping about it. And he's actually really interested in it. And I was like, oh, because he's, like, an artistic guy, too. So we're, we're doing that, and then he's, Jimmy goes over and says to Guillermo, he's like, hey, Guillermo, you're doing Zumba now. You're trying to get, get with the ladies and make babies and stuff? He's like, you know. Because uh, if, you, if you need anyone to make you a you know, better penis, I know someone who can do it, right? And I had a microphone in my hand at the time. And I said, yeah, Guillermo, I'll make you a copy of mine, right? <laughs> and the crowd started dying, right? And, then, and, and I was like, oh. I looked around. I was like, whoa, what just happened, right? And then it went well. And then the guy you know, gave the microphone back, you know, and everyone loved it. And, uh, and then at the end of the show, you know. They gave me the, the king of the crowd, they called it. I won the Omaha Steaks. I won Stop. $200 Stop. in Omaha Steaks, kid. You well know what done. I mean? They came in the mail. They were delicious. It was awesome. 
Yeah. And then, uh, but, but the people in the crowd, they thought I was a plant. They thought they were like, you work for the show, don't you? I was like, hell no. They're like, how did you keep so cool? I was like, I didn't. I felt like my head was going to fall <laughs> off. Like the whole time I'm like talking to him. I'm like, oh my God, you know, I'm a panic attack, but it was cool. That was witty, witty comebacks. Yeah. I, I don't know how it happened. It just did. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Hey, Guillermo, if you still need one, got you, kid. <laughs> Guillermo, we'll send him the link. We'll find the minute. We'll find the minute. Jimmy Kimmel, get him on. Friend, <laughs> friends of Jimmy. All right, we got a trivia contest. We got some. All right. We'll, oh, where's your sister? Get. Uh, never mind. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll go quick. Oh, fun fact about my sister. My bandmate, my sister, so Vicky was born on the same day. We have the same birthday, except I'm three years older than her. So no pretty way. wild. Yeah, March 24th. And your mom's leap year baby, right? Yeah, she's a leap year baby. Yeah. yeah. So your mom's a leap year baby, and her two children share the same birthday. Yeah. And we actually, I was born the same exact day as my cousin Seth. So we'd do three for one parties and stuff, which <laughs> when you're younger, it kind of stunk. But you're now like, it's man, now I gotta it's blow easy. the cake out with you. Now we now we share the birthdays and it's, it's better. So, all right, we're gonna fire away on these. How's your famous company tagline? Like, just do it. All right, we'll give it a try. Nike. Just do it, Nike. Because you're worth it. Mm, that one, it's I don't a makeup know. Makeup one. I need self-esteem for that one. L'Oreal. L'Oreal. Finger licking good. Finger oh, KFC. That was easy. Uh, Staples. You're in good hands. I'll say. I'm loving it. My, McDonald's. Happiest place on earth. Disney. Don't leave home without it. Oh. Why don't I know that? Don't leave home. American without Express. Because I don't have one. Think different. <laughs> Think different. No idea. Apple. Damn. What's in your wallet? Oh, that's that's uh, Captain One. Very good. Samuel. Bet you can't eat just one. Pringles. Have it your way. Have it your way. Burger King. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Uh, Verizon. Killed it. Killed it. Woo! Give it up for D. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. All right. So, oh, you won something for that one. Oh, okay. Well, I win. You won a free drink, an app at Weeha Brewing and Roasting on yeah. 141 Shield Street in West Hartford, Connecticut. Okay. We got to get you to West Hartford. I will. Absolutely. Nice. All right. We'll get you. Now, this is another one. Now, we'll do the bird, the bird game, it's called. All right. It's uh, take out your phone, put it on speaker. Okay. I'm going to time you. You got to have the person on the other end make a bird sound. Wait, so like put like recording? No, nope, you got to call someone. They got to pick up the phone. Okay. And you could say, hey, make a bird sound. Okay. Or I'm not going to give you any more hints, but it's got to be like a bird sound. A bird so, call or a bird sound? Just any kind of. Call or sound. We'll both do. All right. So who's a good birder? So I think we had like 32 seconds, 22 seconds. We had a 50 second. Let me see if G-Unit's got his phone. Then you want to call someone dependable. That's going to... Yo, Unit. Yo. Yo, I'm on a podcast. And uh, I need you to do a bird call. Any bird call. Do you know any? <laughs> uh, no. Just anything? Come on, man. It's funny because I'm just doing a bird tweeting out here right now. <laughs> How about how about a barred owl? Can you give me that? <laughs> uh, no, I can't. Damn. All right. <laughs> Thanks for trying. I, I mean, he knows more about birds than anyone I know. He couldn't give you a tweet, tweet, or uh, like a. I want to know who cooks for who. <laughs> What's that? Is That's that a barred, barred owl? owl? Yeah. Come on, kid. Or who? 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 
All right. Yeah, you want to call someone you could pick up? So, number one, he's a dependable friend. He picked up. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I thought he knew birds. He does know birds. He knows more about birds than anyone I know. All right, here we go. I'm calling. He, calling th- this is a rando. Who is it? It's my boy. It's not random. It's just random that I'm calling him. <laughs> it's my boy, Jamie. He, he was uh, one of the founding members of Higgins and the General. He's too busy. He's out jet setting. He's like, yo, it's Saturday. Nope. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, Jamie, what up, man? <laughs> hey, I got, I got some weird stuff going on right now. I'm, I'm actually recording on a uh, podcast, and uh, it's it's a little little game we're playing. And I need someone to do a bird sound, any bird sound. It doesn't have to be a good one, but I just need you to make a bird sound, man. Do, do you know the bard owl? Yeah, boom, boom. that's what I'm talking about, Ken. Yes, yes. Call, call. What does he win? Five dollar oh. nickels to Gastro Park. It's a food truck park in you West Hartford. You got five dollars at a food truck, dude. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. No problem, no problem. Hey, Jamie, I'll get I'll get up with you soon. Thank you very much, man. All right, cool, man. Later. <laughs> All right. What was the sound? Do call, call. Oh, yeah. Is that a crow? That's got to be a crow. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. All right, so I got him for all your members of the band. All this right. This is sponsored. We had our one of our best fundraisers ever, Stanley from The Office. Oh, David yeah. Leslie Baker. He's the showed man. Showed up $10,000. He signed like 22 people. We had a line around the door. He nonstop signing in pictures. So we got a nickel for Jamie, a nickel for you, a nickel for Vicky, a nickel for Rick. And Joe. And Joe. So those are your nickels. Joe. Gastro hot Park, nickels. we got to get you in uh, Hot Nicks. Yep. We've never had one Never had one actually pick up and go, no, I can't make a bird sound. <laughs> G-Unit, Garrett. Gee, we got to talk to him later. No doubt, yeah. Can't make a bird sound? He, he can. He's messing with you. He's under the pressure. Love it, love it, love it. All right, so we got another game. Oh, that was – we got Incoherent. Yep. Or Crazy Questions sponsored by Donut Crazy. Okay. Which one you want? Let's do let's do some crazy questions. All right, crazy questions sponsored by Donut Crazy, episode ten, Irene, and these are for kids, by kids. Crazy questions. What's your favorite animal? My favorite animal, dogs. What's your favorite donut? Favorite donut, Boston cream, no doubt. Come on now. What's your favorite color? Favorite color gotta be uh, turquoise. Would you rather be a dog or a cat? I'd rather be a dog or a cat. I'd rather be a cat, but I'd rather hang with dogs. But I love cats too. But would you rather be a cookie or a brownie? Cookie or a brown cookie. Would you rather eat apple pie or pumpkin pie? Apple. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? <laughs> hot. Would you rather be able to fly or read minds? Fly. How old are you? Forty-four. What's your favorite car? My favorite car? I don't have a favorite. Well, my, uh, like that I've owned or that I want. Anything. My favorite car was a 1998 Acura Integra LS <laughs> that was stolen from me. That Where? was my favorite car. And <laughs> you also got a bike stolen from you, I too. I got so many things stolen. And my apartment got broken, into. <laughs> oh, my. Over by oh, Christopher Martins? Yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the bike thing was hard. That was, well, because I just... I think we had a moment of silence. Because I just bike. got a bicycle because my car was stolen. <laughs> and then they stole my bicycle. That's right. And then, you know, it was 
man. I did, it was a, one I did of those. a GoFundMe so I could buy a 10-speed. <laughs> that was, I think, when I was 31. That was like the worst year of my life, kid. It was bad. It was bad news. <laughs> I love that we can laugh about it now. But I was there for that. And you're yeah, just... No doubt. <laughs> I, then I can, you help me buy, can you help me buy a 10 speed I so swear. I can go to work? I swear, I'm not even doing Yo, this. Okay. This is the next question. <laughs> How much money do you have? <laughs> what would like it to be? Let me tell you the first song on the set list is called I Ain't Poor, I'm Just Broke. <laughs> <laughs> Is you gonna you gonna lead off with that? Oh, actually, well, if I mean, right now, Bowl, no, right now, I, right now, I, uh, I, I have like I don't know, three hundred and fifty-two dollars. I just check because I always have to check before I like buy things. <laughs> pawn shop, gotta get the pawn no, shop, no, pawn shop lifestyle. Pawn kid. shop. <laughs> You're a starving artist, kid. <laughs> oh yeah, we play another game. What's in your pocket or what's on your feet? All right, my, which oh, one do you want to do? My, I'll do my pocket. Okay, I got my wallet, and I I always have a chapstick, and I always have seven guitar picks. Mm. You know, I don't know why, because seven's my lucky number, and then I, you always need extra guitar picks. Seven, so, any seven. time of the week, going to school, going to work. I mean, going to work. Yeah, it's not like super sisters or nothing. No, it's just seven. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> oh my goodness, pawn shop. <laughs> I love it. How much money you have was the next question. <laughs> uh, would you rather have friends or family? Oh, well, I mean, it depends because a lot of times friends are like family. So, I, I mean, I, I think a lot of times they could be the same. Do you know Feeny? Yes, I know Feeny. What's your favorite Harry Potter character? Favorite? I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't do the whole Harry Potter thing, man. <laughs> Dumbledore? Is that, is that a character? Yep, Dumbledore. Oh, that's great. Would you rather be too tall or too short? Do you know that one? <laughs> too tall. I'd rather be too tall. Too tall. Living that. How's the air down there? Yeah. You're living that under six foot life. I mean, the air is cooler down here, but. What's your favorite emoji? Favorite emoji. Thumbs up. Or actually, nah, you know what? I like the blast one. It's like, pow. I use that one. Oh, the firework? Yeah. The crack? Boom? Like, yeah. boom. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? Who's your favorite superhero? Favorite superhero? Or what would, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Definitely flying. flying. Hell yeah, man. Would you have a, rather have an extra finger or an extra toe? Finger. I'll play a better guitar. True. You know what I'm would you rather break your arm or your leg? Arm. Oof. Yeah, you had a leg. bad injury, right? Actually, leg. Leg, yeah. What did you have a bad I broke, injury of? I broke, my, I, I broke my wrist back in the day when I was in seventh grade. I almost lost my finger. Uh, I thought you had a football injury that was kind of my knee. Yeah, I sprained my knee, but that was it. Was that was it wasn't the worst one, but it definitely was bad timing for the season. But yeah, yeah, I almost lost my finger on a chop saw. It's like my guitar finger too. It got a nice zipper there. You gotta be careful with those. Hey man, uh, these are just. Oh, I'm still getting over. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, do you like buffalo sauce or sweet and sour sauce? Buffalo. Would but you? let me tell you, I got a new. I make wings. Okay. Ooh, okay. I Go on. Work, I used to work at the scoreboard restaurant. Where? In, in the Berry. What a Berry. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I was the wing guy. So I, I still make some good wings. Buffalo. I got a new thing, though, kid. Check it out. A little barbecue sauce, right? Mm hmm. Throw them back. Well, first you cook them low and slow in, in the grill. Barbecue sauce, throw them on. 
and then it coats it, you know, mm -hmm. it sticks to it, and then you throw them in the buffalo sauce after that, so you get buffalo plus barbecue. Yeah, that's like, I think that's like Jay Tim's thing. They, I don't know what they call those dirt wings. No, that's D-Lock's thing. <laughs> okay, I just invented it like two weeks ago. Yeah. Mm. Would you rather eat pizza that tastes like ice cream or ice cream that tastes like pizza? Those are like my two favorite things, too. And I'm going to have to say I would rather have pizza that tastes like ice cream. Would you rather have money and be ugly or poor and be cute? <laughs> <laughs> I love this kid. I'll take the money, kid, because I'm already ugly. <laughs> Be like, hey, money can't buy happiness, but it could buy a lot of things. <laughs> I'm ugly. You ever hear that one? It's like your mom's here. You're so ugly. You go up to the bank and say, put the money in the bag. It was like an old commercial. You just look at, put the money in the bag. <laughs> Do you have kids? No, I have two dogs and a cat. Two dogs and a cat? Yeah. I got oh, a what are your cats and dogs? Well, Kalijah uh, is like eight years old now. That's our, he's an anxious uh, boxer mutt. And then we got Clementine. That was our pandemic puppy. And she's two years old now. And she's a uh, pit bull. And she's, she's loads, of, loads of fun, lots of sweet. And then our new cat we just got. And the damn cat gave me ringworm. Ah. So I got ringworm. <laughs> Stay away. Anyway, but the cat's yeah. name's Garbanzo. It's, it's got like, tw it's got extra. Toes and stuff. It's cute. Yeah, we call Bonzo them Bonzo Bean. Yeah, we call them Bonzo. Is it like Carligino, like C from? Yeah, well, they from gave the Bronx it. Tale? it no, it, it came with the name from uh, the from the vet where we adopted it because the the extra toes look like little beans. Gotcha. So they called it Garbanzo, but I was like Bonzo. That's my boy. I like it. So we kept the name. No, the other guy is Caligino. Oh, Cologino. Yeah, is that who your what's your dog's name? Clementine. And the other one is? Oh, Kalaja. It's it's Kalijah. It's a it's a Hank Williams song. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna sing it right now. I won't do justice. But. Do you have a favorite song? Do I have a favorite song? No, but can I get, can I do one? One time you asked me my my de desert island song. I know that now. I thought about it. It's it's a uh, it's a song uh, by Gladstone Anderson. He's a reggae guy. The song's called If I Only Had Time, and it's an yeah. instrumental. And I could listen to that on a loop on an island forever. I gotta write that down. I'm yeah. gonna listen to it. What is it? If I only had time. Oh boy, that's funny. If I only had time. Who is it by? Gladstone Anderson. Yeah, that's a good tune. What year? I don't know. It's an older tune, though. Dude, I remember trying to do uh, You Let Me Sing back in the day. No Woman, No Cry. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Fuji's version. I was going to practice and maybe get a redemption song, but. I think we're good. No. <laughs> then I know a Cat Stevens song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk fantasy football. How are you going to do this year? I'm going to win. I'm 1 0 already. I already beat Jimmy. So. Scrub. You know what I'm saying? Defending champ. Yeah. Jimmy. I picked, him. by the way, World, I picked T. Higgins in the first round because I wanted to secure the name. Higgins and the Jefferson. <laughs> so, Oh, you did it for name status only? Yeah, no doubt. Higgins and the Jefferson. Yeah, I, well, I got to get this one. Because you had Justin Jefferson keeper. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Killed it last week. Killed it. So let's go down the list of, uh, you know, Jimmy in the league. Let's talk some smack. Jimmy got lucky last year. Oh, no doubt. No I should have won. I had Cooper Cup. You should have won. I had the best season of the year ever. ever. Yep. The last game. 
Chase, Javar Chase puts up 75 points single-handedly. It's not even fair. Beat me. Yeah. Javar Chase. Nah. Fantasy football. Yeah, you imaginary teams, imaginary coaches, but it keeps us together and, you know, keeps our friendship together. Exactly. I see you once a year at the draft. I know. I know. I'm really happy to see you. Well, this year we're breaking records. I know. Maybe we could keep it up. I'm very happy. Jimmy's a bum. I just beat BG. Nice. Good. Another bum. Another bum. I finished second two years in a row. You know who won his first game? Leon. Come on. (laughs) I didn't even see that. Yeah, I think so. Who did he beat, you think? uh, I forgot who he beat, but. All the names are kind of weird now. I don't know who's who. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, White Rich is coming on the podcast. Good. He's Sergeant Troy, excuse me, Master Sergeant Mm -hmm. Troy from the Army Uh, National Guard. Sergeant Major Troy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. He's a Sergeant Major now. Oh, that's wild. No disrespect. Sorry, you make me do 10 push-ups next time I see you. No doubt. Smoke them. Smoke. (laughs) Down in front. Or no, wait. Oh, speaking of funny stories, the funny story of basic training with you (laughs) was we were doing push-ups. We were were doing PT uh, in a – they called it a drill shed floor. It was just like, you know, essentially wood chips and stuff, and you're doing PT, and and there's like 120 of us, and, and, you know – Feeney was talking to someone, and then the drill sergeant comes up to her, and he's like, Feeney, get down and give me 20 push-ups. So Feeney goes like this. <laughs> and brushes himself off before he gets on the ground. <laughs> the drill sergeant lost his mind. And then he made 120 people get down and do push-ups because Feeney was, like, brushing himself off. And I don't think I did them either. So that made it even <laughs> so worse. Did. They made you watch. I stood. They made you so watch. So people are giving me the stink And eye. we're doing the push-ups, and you got 120 eyes looking at you. I did like. not make any friends that day. <laughs> friends of Feeney were not in place. There was no friends of Feeney <laughs> that day. That day. <laughs> I remember. I, I was like, yeah. Oh, I still remember that. <laughs> oh, brutal. That was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and you were like, you were probably like, oh my God, I know this guy. Yeah. People are going to know I, I know this you, guy. Because like at that point, I could do a thousand push-ups. It didn't bother me. But yeah. like I was like, oh, oh, he's in trouble on this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I had a st- once uh, when you did, um, when you ran in front, you wore the vest to stop yeah, traffic. Yeah, the road guard. The road guard. Yeah. And one day I had it on, or me and my buddy had it on. And we went, we hopped up from push-ups and he still had it on his head. And he's like, stood up with it on his head, and I laughed. <laughs> oh. And the guy came over and was like, what are you so funny? And I laughed again because I just couldn't help it. And he's like, Feeney, me and you are going to be best friends. And he looked at me with a killer look. And I was like, okay, yes, Sergeant. Oh, that's great. Then I slept in one oh. time. Oh. I was like, guys, give me five more minutes. Oh. Guy came in. Dude, hey. Off the top bunk, I roll in doing push-ups mid-air, <laughs> hit the ground, and just pushed all day long. Pushed. Oh, God. Army. A lot of lessons learned in the oh, Army. Oh, yeah. I'm very glad I joined the National Guard. Yeah, that was a good time. And I'm glad that you went, too, because I had a familiar face. Yep. Same. Uh, yeah. Remember the guy, our recruiter, was like, yeah, you could bring your guitar. Oh, yeah. You yeah, told me I could bring great. my guitar to basic training. Hell no, you couldn't bring nothing. <laughs> couldn't even, I couldn't even bring my hair. Or sneakers. Yeah, yeah. Sneakers, yeah. You know They're like, zzz, Yeah, no doubt. Hair's gone. Yeah, our, our, our recruiter, the, the, the governor's brother. Hank Rowland. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, my God. He saw us coming. I, Suckers. I, I joined the Army because I wanted to skip class, kid. 
I wanted to skip class, and then I went and took the ASVAB, and then I ended up joining the <laughs> Army. No, I got caught in a hall sweep, <laughs> and they were like, secure the halls. Whoever was in the hallway would have gotten in trouble. Yeah. And I saw like there was a recruiting thing going on, and I saw you, Angela, and Christine go in, and I'm like, no. Let me dip in and show interest. What's going on in here, guys? <laughs> army That's thing. How we joined the army. <laughs> yeah. All of us trying to get out of class. I was like, trouble. then I got I got the pass to go back. They're like, oh, you were in the meeting yeah. at a recruiter's. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, I got See? my pass. I'm late. I'm legit. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe oh, it. That's hilarious. I didn't realize that that's how we got you in the room. I was like, oh, I see three people I know. I mean, the other reason is because I didn't really apply myself fully in high school, and I didn't have any scholarships or yeah. whatever the hell yeah. that was. No, easily single-handedly helped me pay for school. Oh, absolutely. GI Bill. Yeah. No tuition waived. I only had to take out, like, I think, at the most, like, $10,000 loan the whole time I was in yeah. school because of that. So, you know, it helped a lot. Discipline. I'm, I hope to say that I learned a little bit of discipline, you know, the hard way. Yeah, all the good stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> Laughing in someone's face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that brushing someone off. Oh, uh, goodness. Classic Phoenix. Yep. All right, favorite teacher, favorite friend. You've supported Friends of Feeney at the Maker Speech event. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, you mentioned, like, people. So here's another, Gastro Park, sponsored by Gastro Park. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant, like, to eat at? Anywhere? My favorite is Modern Pete's. Oh, Modern Pete's. Yeah. It's what would you score it? I would score it a 10. Because, really? Well, because it's my favorite. You know what I mean? That's my joint. Like, whatever is your joint, that's your 10. That's the way I see it. I'm not going to... Nobody knows what's the best pizza. What's your in the pizza world. of choice? There? My pizza of choice. I mean, I, I like anything. I, I'll usually do pe- like a cheese, like a plain cheese or a pepperoni, whatever I'm in the mood for. But I'll eat anything on a pizza. Sometimes I get a veggie bomb. Sometimes I get mushroom and onions. I don't know. I love pizza, dude. You got a second favorite pizza spot? Second favorite pizza spot. You Just know, to put it in comparison, I like bar pizza oh, yeah. too. Cause, you know, everyone's like, oh, Peppies and Sally's. I haven't had Sally's recent enough to know if I still like it because I went there and the service was terrible. But I think they're under new management, so I'll mess with Sally's next. But, yeah, bar. Yeah, from my house, I can walk to a Pepe's, and pretty soon I'll be able to walk the other direction to a Sally, right across from West Farms Sally's Mall. is doing chains now? Yeah. Oh, kid, nice. I don't know if that's a good thing. Cause I don't either. I don't know. The Pepe's. I'm so used to going to New Haven Pepe's, yeah. and they are grandfathered in with their old wood stove yep. where they can't make well, I think, it Isn't now. it cold? They can't recreate Excuse me, cold. Yeah, they burn coal. Yeah. They can't recreate it based on laws now, well, so you know what it, it doesn't is? crisp the, the bottom it, like that. You know what it is? The Fairfield one got better over time. Yeah. It does. I think the ovens oh, have to season. Because uh, uh, the Fairfield one is actually good Yeah, now, the casino one wasn't that good. Right. It, it takes a while. Season. Ah, it takes gotcha. a while. Gotta have that. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, if I'm going for Pepe's, the New Haven's the one I want. You know? And then bar pizza, mashed potato pizza. Yeah, because oh, it's bar. You know what? Here's, the, here's my thing. Modern is my oh, my favorite. But if I'm going with a large group, go to bar because that's like they got just a better spot for that. And their and pizza's still good. Yeah. Um, you know, cl- if I'm going for a clams pizza, that's where I go to Pepe's. Pepe's white, you know? white pie. Exactly. So. Abate's. You ever try Abate's? Abate's is dope. Hidden gem. It is a hidden gem because there's no line Never. compared to the other joints. And yep. it's just as good. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And then Libby's Ice. Libby's Ice and just got. Libby's is right there. They just you got like your, funded or got a grant. They got a whole makeover now. Beautiful. It was on the news. Yep. You've been there since the new? I saw when it was happening. Like, very you know, Because cool. I went down for an Italian Ice and I was like, ah, it was shut down. So. Yeah, I miss yeah. New Haven. Good old days in New Haven. We went to Southern. Mm-hmm. I met my wife, Nicole. Yep. 
And then we lived on Alden Ave in Westville. Westville Pizza. Yeah, Westville. Never had that pizza in the daytime, though, for some reason. But no. At, at night, night, late night. Late night. Best wait, pizza in the world. Waited in line there so many times <laughs> at those cheesy paintings of Venice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the gondola dudes. Yep, yeah, yep. no doubt. Westville Pizza. Uh, Jeff at Westville, you know Jeff? Know that story? Well, not podcast appropriate. No, yeah. I could I tell it right now, yeah. but I won't. He's on the fantasy football team. No doubt. Our fantasy league. So, yeah, Rich Troy, Sergeant Major? Sergeant Major. Good for him. Absolutely. He works hard at it. No, I love that group. They all stink in fantasy football, but they're all really good people. Absolutely. All right, so you're at Modern. Yeah. You could eat with four people in the world, dead or alive. Who are going to be four dinner guests? All right. <sighs> Let me see. Now, it's just like. Uh, Am I going to get in trouble if Jen ain't, ain't coming? That's between you and her. All right, Jen will be there. I mean, and then is she going to listen to the podcast? Yeah, no doubt. Jen. So Jen, Jen is there, and then it'll be James Brown and Sharon Jones. Those, are, right. my, those are my so, two favorites. Say we throw in another one. Say we throw another one. Because you get four. You, you only gave me three. Oh, because you get oh, four guests. Four guests. All right, James Brown. Yourself. James Brown, Sharon Jones, Jen... And then who's my fourth guest? Oh, it's got to be someone wild. And who who ain't watch pizza? Oh no. Yeah, that sounded good. <laughs> fourth guest. I'll just keep it all musician. I want to see what I want to see what Jimi Hendrix orders. Lefty. I'm curious. He's a lefty. Yeah, I'm curious what about, about that. What about that time? Chicopee Mass. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is imp- this. I wanted to talk about this. You really? Yeah. Chicopee Mass. I know what you're gonna say. The hands down. Best karaoke I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Go on. So that was the Hookie Lao. Yes. The Hookie Lao in Chicopee, Massachusetts. I had uh, consumed the maximum amount of zombies as you're allowed to have, which was two. But then, I mean, they didn't say how many Budweiser's you could have after you had the two <laughs> zombies. So anyway, so we're, we're having a good old time. People are doing karaoke. And I, I remember Angela did a song because she could sing, you know, so it was good, really great. And I was like, finally got enough. I don't, I don't even think I'd ever di- done karaoke before. That was new to me then. Yeah. So I was like, all right, what? I, I signed up for a, a James Brown song. I did Sex Machine. So I'm up there doing it. Get on up. And I'm, I'm reading the monitor. Huh, get on up, you know? And then the monitor goes out. And I'm like, I don't know these lyrics. So I just started going, get on up. Hookie loud. You know, I started just, just riffing and just like, what up, hookie loud? Get on up, you know? And then just start riffing like that. And they were... Everyone got into it, and actually, they, like, Angela could actually sing, but they were cheering for me more yeah. than they were cheering for her. I was like, oh, I felt bad, but, like, but like that right there, kid. No, you stole the show. You were, that, like, you were like the entertainment. Well, that right. Did you do a split? I think you did a split, I too. think I did. I think <laughs> I did. And that right there, though, kid, that was it. Like, that experience is what made me want to play music and perform. Put you on to be. That was, like, right there. I was, like, hooked. It was the That's why you're loud. here now. Yeah, exactly. Thanks to the hookie law. Yep. Chicopee, Massachusetts. Cheers to the hookie law. Get on up. We were coming from, why were we drilling there? We were going. We were taking paramedic classes over at the Air Force Ah, base. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we were nationally certified EMTs. Yeah, exactly. 
I, I, I did get to do some cool stuff with the medic stuff. You know, what, what, I gave I, an IV in a moving Humvee. That's like my claim that's, to fame. I gave an IV like to a person that was passed out. That was cool. Like uh, it was like stress. It was scary and stressful, but it was fun. And then in the morning before a PT test, everyone wanted the IV because yeah. we all went out the night before. And yep. an IV is like the best thing. Oh hell yeah! Fix IV. They're yep. a sponsor. This uh, Aaron Fox. She runs Fix IV, and they they'll do uh, in West Hartford. You can go get IV. Do they now. do the banana bags with the prenatal vitamins? Oh, what's that? That's what's it? It's potassium, and it turns the bag yellow. And it's you know it's it's for for women to you know but for when they're pregnant but like you could do you could do it because it, it gives you like boosts your energy. It, and, I got it. It cools oh, cools you yeah. from head to toe. It's great. The banana bag. I gotta yeah. ask for that. Yeah, we no do. Doubt. I've done the B twelve shot. I've done a lot of over there. But yeah, IVs. Um, yeah, I when I was a medic over in the uh, over in Hungary, we were at an aid station. I actually performed half of a vasectomy on a man. That was wild. The, uh, Dude, how about the time? Were you there when we used to go to the West, Hart, West Haven VA? Yes. And you fed the catheter? That was, oh my God, that's Six right. Six feet. It was like this much of catheter. And you no were just kidding. holding this man's <laughs> and just feeding just it. Just feeding it. And feeding it. And feeding it. I know. It. Yo, no doubt. Yeah. And the guy was like, eh, eh. And then one of the, sol- one of the old, oh, some of those... Patients were in some tough shape. It's, it is, yeah, depending they, on what floor Sometimes you're on. I just chatted. They love to just talk. Exactly, exactly. I like that part. Me too, me too. That's I remember the, walking down the hallway, they were like, oh, watch out, there's blood on the floor. Yeah. It's also HIV infected. Right. We were right. like, oh. And then we saw the guy like, walking in the way. We're like, oh, <laughs> yo, yeah. We're like, yeah, he scratched himself. Yeah. But one dude had like poop in his fingernails yeah. and in his eyelashes, and you're just like, well, I tell you, like that's why it was good that we did the medic thing in the army because I learned that ain't my thing. <laughs> I'm I'm all uh, I'm all set with all that, yeah. Or the bed sore. I remember taking cotton Yo. balls. Yep, like this much wad of cotton out of someone's bed sore. Oh, it's sad. And replacing it's it so with sad. Clean, I clean know. one. I know. I give so much respect to the nursing staffs. Like seriously. And I, I love joining the National Guard. Ah, the James Brown put you here today. Yeah. And now you're yeah, a that singer. Was, I'm glad you brought it up because, yeah. Classic. <laughs> and who was the other? There was another singer that I don't think I recognized that would be in your dinner date. Hmm. Oh, Sharon Jones? Yeah, who's that? Sharon Jones is oh, my, one of my favorite artists. She, she's a soul singer. So she, her favorite was James Brown. She, she uh, in the two, started in the early 2000s, played a lot of soul music with this re- record label called Daptone, and, and it's they, they recreate that 60s sound. You know, they use all vintage gear, and it's it's just that really, but it's new songs. Okay. So they bring the you know the modern world and, and everything into it, but it's just that vintage sound, like an old like. Oh, but she likes James Brown. Oh, my yeah. daughter likes this guy. It almost sounds like an Amy Winehouse, but well, she's well, not. the band the band that did Amy Winehouse's music. Was Sharon Jones's band? Uh, so there you go. Okay, okay, yep. might be her. Yep. All right, so we're we're getting right into this concert. I'm really excited. We're here at Direct Line Media, 11 Sycamore Way, Brantford, Connecticut. I'm here with Dylan Locke, a good friend. This is episode 58 of Feeny Talks with Friends. It's been an amazing podcast to shoot and just catch up with my boy. We have done this with the mic on or mic off, so I'm really glad to no catch doubt. up. Absolutely. Hopefully, you enjoy the episode. We got a good laugh. Always have a good laugh with you, uh, D-Lock. Anything uh, you'd like to share 
about what we're about to see? Anything you share or recommendations or questions? Closing uh, remarks? Closing remarks? Ah, enjoy the show. Thanks for having me, you know? Yeah, it's going to yeah. be great. I'm really excited. Uh, chocolate is definitely a classic. <laughs> and I hope I do justice. Budweiser Jesus, I know. I'll and, do my best. Uh, I ain't broke. No, I, I, ain't, I ain't poor. Do you have something you can't afford the, the O and the R? You're just po? Uh, I used to sing it like that, but I'd, uh, I don't, I'm afraid of getting canceled. I'm just going to, I ain't poor. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? But that's like a running joke. You can't afford the O and the R sometimes. <laughs> I never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so we did crazy questions. Uh, recommendations? I don't know. You see the Mateo? Oh, you don't have cable. Who am I talking to? I got cable now. Manti Teo? Yeah, it was great. On Netflix? I did. It was great. Yeah, that yeah. was really Terminal list on Amazon? Not yet. Great. Yeah. Um, Overflow. I want to shout them out again. Overflow. Uh, those uh, drinks and teas. Oh, yeah. You should try their protein I had, drinks. I had the passion one, and I had the blow pop at the event. It was awesome. It was There's so some... Some more gift cards for that. Thank oh, and also shout out to the band. We're, we're here with a band. Yes. But I also want to shout out the band that played at the golf tournament, the 06. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elijah, Dominic, Mason, and this guy's going to kill me. Bill. Oh, I should know. I'm sorry. Right about the back of the card, bro. Uh, Come on. Elijah. Uh, he's going to kill me. But Dominic was my former student. Well, and I saw them play last week, and I tell you right now, they are tight. Yeah, they so are good. tight. Yeah. yeah, they play that Tribe Called Quest beat. Yep, no doubt. Which, I guess, is a classic jazz song. Yep. Um, yeah, I'd just like to thank you for coming on. We're really excited. We're first time. Uh, we usually tape in West Hartford on 141 Shield Street at the Weeha Brewing and Roasting, but we're here in Branford. We're Great really facility. excited. Yeah. Uh, we're going to hear a good show, a good sound. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Owen. Thank you, Dave. Uh, just really excited about this. Thank you for everybody that's watching. Thank you for my sponsors, The Fix, Keating Agency, Gastro Park, West Hartford Lock, Weeha Brewing and Roasting, and Donut Crazy. Look out for us at the Makerspace event and the Weeha Whiskey Tasting. Matt episode. Matt Whitney's a good guest. We did uh, brown bag in it. It's almost like you um, you put a brown bag over wine, mm -hmm. you pour it, and you like taste it. He's good too. He'll like he'll know the price, where it's from, and what kind of wine it Whoa. is. It's impressive. That is impressive. So you go brown bag in it. Maximum Beverage. He did, puts out these little clips, and they're funny. Yeah. So shout out to Maximum Beverage. Uh, can't believe it. Pepper Johnson, dude. This I is the know. Pepper Johnson episode, 58. Or is he Carl? Carl Banks, kid. Oh, jeez. It's Carl Banks. Oh, my God. I said Carl Peppers. I'm never going to live that down. No. I'm still jacking it up. So we're very excited. We're going to keep going. It's 58. Be a good friend. Pick up trash that's not yours. Hold the door. Give a compliment. That's and right. be charitable. That's it. Um, I've been just trying to be good, you know. Times are crazy. Just try to be good. That's it. Yeah, we usually play this game called Incoherent, but due to time, this is played at Weeha Brewing and Roasting. Great game. Check it out. This is the kid-friendly one. Nice. Maybe we'll try one. All right, we'll do one. You say it out loud, and it'll make sense. It's like a game of gibberish. Okay. Glow rock swipes. Yeah. You clean the counters with these. Glow rock swipes. Glow rock. Clorex wipes. Boom. All right, we'll do oh, Come on, we're on a roll. Oh, yeah. Moeg's alarm. Mowing the lawn. Uh, I hear it. Mowing the lawn. Chopping grass. Mowing the lawn. Boom, boom, boom. Hint turned rolls. 
Internet trolls. Online bullies. Uh, internet trolls. Ah. So they got this is the kid friendly cool. one again. That's cool. We'll do the last one. Picking the potum. SpongeBob. Picking the. I don't know SpongeBob. Where does he live? Uh, in the water, in the ocean. Bikini bottom, bro. I wouldn't have known that kid. I've never seen on SpongeBob. Well, I liked. So. I think we're done here, bro. All right. Well, it was wonderful talking with talk, you. Good talk, man. Absolutely. <laughs> good times. On uh, three, we're going to say be a good friend. Okay. One, two, three. Be a, be good, a good friend. Ladies and general.
God save myself. true events.
Alright, we're right now we're gonna do an Al Green joint. Join tonight. Just to introduce the band for you. On drums, we got Joe Shalla. 
hitting the skins. You know what I'm saying? I know one thing. Joe likes to bang on the drum all day. All day. Rick on bass. Rick is the best bass face in the business. That's B-A-S-S-F-A-S-S. I haven't known. And then we got my sister, Victoria, Queen Victoria, Vixen. She was born on the same day as me, March 24th. Except we were born three years apart. Crazy, right? True story. And I'm Dylan, D-Lock, the general, whatever the fuck you want to call me. This right here is the first song I've, I've ever I ever written. Wrote, ever wrote, written. First song I written, and uh, it's about something very near and dear to my heart and to everybody's heart. As a matter of fact, I think that I don't know where this world will be without it. Chocolate 